I am back. It's been a few weeks. I have been traveling. I spent a month away. We did New York City and then we did Canada for like three weeks. So that kind of messed with my new episode schedule. And then in addition to that, I got pneumonia and it was very difficult for me to talk. And even now, like it's been a few weeks and still have a cough and all of the things. So that is why if you are a regular follower of the podcast, you heard some of the greatest hits. I went through the old episodes dating back to 2018 when I started this podcast and I looked at what people liked the most and I put them up there again. And I feel like this is good for a couple of reasons. One, because people may follow me now that didn't follow me then and they didn't listen to those episodes. And two, you may be at a different point in your business or your life and that podcast may impact you differently now than it did then. And then I also did a little takeover. I was on the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast a few years ago and I emailed John who hosts that podcast and I said, hey, can I borrow your podcast and put it on mine? And he was like, yeah, go for it. So in case you haven't heard that episode, that is an episode on the duct tape marketing podcast where I appeared as a guest. So now I am back, I am here, and I have a new episode that I'm so excited to share with you. But first, I wanna give a shout out to somebody. I wanna shout out James Jana because she just left me a lovely review on Become a Media Maven. She titled this review, Actionable Advice for PR Pros, and she said, Choose any Media Maven episode to listen to and rest assured that Christina will teach you at least three things you A, didn't already know, and B, will immediately want to share with colleagues on Slack. (laughs) I never miss an episode, and if you work in PR or comms, then neither should you. James Jana, that is so sweet of you. I appreciate it. And it's funny, when I started this podcast, I was like, oh, I'll use this podcast to build my personal brand and to hopefully get some clients, either for my agency, they can jump in my boot camp, they can take my online course. And I have found that a lot of people who join my boot camp and take my online course are people in PR and communications. And I am a big fan of learning from people in the industry. I actually just mentioned this in my my newsletter um, that I shared a story that I heard from a PR group that I'm in. Because I love networking with other people who are in the industry. I don't so much love networking to get potential clients, but I love networking with other content creators and bloggers and publicists and journalists. So I am taking what I'm learning from them and implementing it in my life and in my work. And then I'm also sharing it with you. Um, If you are not subscribed to the newsletter, please do that. It is called Become a Media Maven. I will link to it in the show notes for this episode. I share a story about how people are earning media exposure and how you can too every Thursday. And one of my big goals is building my newsletter. Hence the episode today. I'm going to tell you 13 things I'm doing to grow my newsletter. And I just took a skill session from Josh Spector. He is somebody that I met in Jay Klaus's The Lab. This is a community. It's like a mastermind community, and it is amazing. We have calls. We are in circle. I have all my questions answered, all my problems solved 
when I go in there because just the caliber of people in there is amazing. So if you want to check out the lab and become a member, I will link to that in the show notes. I like to give you guys all the resources, everything I talk about. So I just attended a skill session from Josh Spector about growing a newsletter. And you do have to pay to attend these skill sessions, so I'm not going to regurgitate everything he shared. In this video, he shared over 30 ways to build a newsletter and to grow a newsletter. And within those 30 ways, he broke down different things to do. So it was way more than 30. And some of the things I was already doing and some of the things were good reminders for me. And other things were like, oh, duh, I should totally be doing that. So taking my learnings from him, taking my learnings from the lab, I'm also listening to podcasts, I'm subscribed to a lot of newsletters about newsletters. I made a little list of 13 things that I'm going to do to grow my newsletter because that's a big goal of mine. And I'm going to share those 13 things with you, one of which I already did this morning. And I just put my little green emoji check mark on it. So let's start. The first thing I'm going to do, which I could actually use your help with if you are a newsletter subscriber, I want to get some testimonials for my sign up page. I have a sign-up page. If you go to mediamavenandmore.com slash newsletter, that is it. And something that I don't have there are testimonials. Now, I have tons of testimonials, people who have worked with me at the agency, who have gone through my boot camp, who have gone through my online course. I have people just emailing randomly like, hey, saw this YouTube video, loved it. I obviously just read a review from my podcast, but I specifically want somebody to tell me how they feel about my newsletter. So if you are subscribed, please keep that in mind. In my next newsletter, I will probably ask for somebody to hit reply and let me know what they're thinking and how they're feeling so I can add that to the page. But that is something that is on my list of things to do. Number two, I need to plug my newsletter on my about page. I don't have anything on there because the about page is like something you you first put on your website, right, when it's first created. And then every once in a while when you do a website refresh, you go in there and update it. But I have not updated it since I had this goal of building a newsletter. So that's something that I need to do. I also need to add a call to action in my social media bios. Now, I need to double check and see if I've already done this because I'm not sure if I have already done this or not. I think I have in some places. And if I have, I think I need to rework some of the wording. Instead of sign up for my newsletter, I need to say something a little different. That's a little sexier. That gets people to want to sign up. That's number three. Moving right along, I got 13 people. Number four, I need to resend my newsletter to unopens. And this is something that I do when I talk about my boot camp or my online course if I'm doing a launch, which I don't really do anymore. But I need to do this with newsletters. Like a few days later, I need to say, hey, here's what you may have missed so people can check it out and read it. Because I spend a lot of time thinking, okay, what can I share that is valuable that these people have never heard before? Because the last thing any of us need is another email in in our inbox. So I want to make sure it's worth your time to open and read. Number five, I need to tag my inspiration or who I mention in the newsletter. I am always shouting out, 
other newsletters that I follow, other content that I like consuming. And if you subscribe to the newsletter, you see this and you click on the link. But I'm never sharing on social media like, hey, Josh Spector, I just talked about you in my newsletter or I just talked about you on my podcast. I'm never telling these people about it. So I need to tell them. Not only is it good for them to hear that I'm loving what they're doing, but they may share that with their audience, which increases the chances of people coming back to sign up to join my newsletter or listen to the podcast, for example. Number six, I need to find a collaborator. Now, this is something that I have done. Josh Spector has a newsletter creators Facebook group. I need to not sleep on that. I actually just added in my list of things to do, like get in Slack every day and check Slack because I'm a part of some amazing Slack groups, some of which are paid, some of which are not. And they're amazing. And I need to jump in there and be more active, just like I need to in his Facebook group. And a collaborator is something that I love. I love doing email swaps with people. Like if we have a similar audience, but we offer different value, like you tell your audience about me and I'll tell my audience about you. So again, this is something you as a listener could help me with. If you work with marketers and entrepreneurs or people in communications, let me know because I can tell my audience about you and you can tell your audience about me. We could do an email swap and everything would be grand. Number seven, this is the only thing that I have checked off that I have done thus far. Add a sign-up link in your newsletter post so when they're shared, it's easy for others to sign up. Now, let me break this down and explain it because this is kind of like a twofer. Something that I added on my list of things to do this month that I did do but didn't include here was I created blog posts that are my newsletter. So my newsletter goes out every Thursday morning. And if you're not on the list, you miss the loot newsletter and that's it. It's done. Well, I feel like that newsletter should live somewhere else. Like what if you just joined my list, but you want to see some other stuff? So at the bottom of my newsletter page, I am now adding, starting with the latest issue that was published on Thursday, July 27th, blog posts that are that newsletter. And within that newsletter, there is a sign-up link because somebody may stumble upon that post and they may not be on my newsletter, but I'm going to make it easy for them because I'm going to put that sign-up link in the newsletter. So if you're not on my newsletter yet, just go to mediamavenandmore.com slash newsletter and you can join there. And if you scroll to the bottom, you will see my latest issue which is a behind-the-scenes look at how a publicist landed a local client on ABC World News Tonight. It's a really interesting story. ABC World News Tonight does not operate like you think it does. You may think it's a well-oiled machine and they would never say, hey, shoot all the content yourself and get it to me in three hours and we'll put you on the air tonight. But that's what happened. So... And I'm not saying this like to dog ABC World News tonight. I'm saying this because if you're not in the news business, that's how it works. Like when I tell you guys, I'm going to digress a little bit here. But when I tell you that they will take what is first, you need to hand them everything on a silver platter. You need to act with urgency. I'm not lying. And that is a perfect example. So if you're not on the newsletter, 
list and you want to see that story, you can now see these old stories because I'm posting them on my website. Number eight is to ask my newsletter audience to share the newsletter if they think their audience will like it. This is something that I did again today when I shared the newsletter on LinkedIn. So I'm doing something a little different. LinkedIn has a newsletter section. And I think, I mean, I don't know how beneficial this is. But listen, I feel like you can never promote your content enough in all of the places. So I used to copy and paste my entire newsletter and just put it in my LinkedIn newsletter. But now that I am posting my newsletter on my website, I am copying and pasting about half of it. And I am saying, if you want to read the rest, click here and you can go to my website and read the rest. And then when they're on the site, they see that call to action to sign up for my newsletter. Not on LinkedIn. You actually get on my email list. And when I shared today in the post, I said, if you like this and you think your audience will like it as well, please click the share button and leave a comment. Obviously, they can share it and they can comment. They don't need me to ask them to do that. But in my experience, when somebody says that, you're like, oh, okay, I'll do it because I like it or because I have something to say about it. It just increases the chances of them engaging when you ask them to engage. So I need to start doing that more. Number nine, interview people and put that in your newsletter. Now, on this podcast, I used to have an interview show. I very rarely did a solo episode, and I got a little burnt out by that. That is why now I do solo episodes, just because I can work on my schedule. I'm very crazy about scheduling and time management, and it's just easier for me to do a solo episode. Maybe I'll bring some people on, and I'll interview them every once in a while, but I don't want to do it for the sake of doing it. And I kind of got in that habit for a few years with this podcast. So I think something I'm going to do is I'm going to go through some old podcast episodes. I have some that stick out in my mind that are amazing. And maybe I'll turn those podcast episodes into a newsletter. But if you heard the podcast and read the newsletter, they're very different. And I think it's because, one, there's audio. Audio is very different than actually seeing text. So, for example, a way that I learn is I will watch a master class. I will take an online course. I will read a book. And then maybe I'll take some notes. Maybe I'll highlight some things. I'll add some things to my list of things to do, and that's it. But I think regurgitating that information that you want to implement in another way is super helpful. So you may have heard something on a podcast a year ago, but again, if you see it in text a year later, you're going to be in a different place in your life and your business. You are going to digest the stuff differently, not just because you're in a different place, but because you're getting it in a different way. And how many times have we attended a masterclass or listened to a podcast or read a book and it's like, yeah, 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 I already knew that, but oh my God. What a great reminder that I'm not doing this stuff because there's so much to do. There's so much to do. Like, I have so many goals. I have so many things I want to do. 
kind of like a squirrel. But again, the purpose of this episode is to zero in on growing my newsletter. So I think, again, I'm digressing on point nine. (laughs) I think it's important to take valuable information and regurgitate it in a different way. I'm reading Atomic Habits for the second time right now, and I'm doing it with a highlighter and Post-its. And it's totally different from the first time I listened to it. I bought the book after listening to the book because I wanted to have that information like tangible in my hands. So you can probably expect an upcoming podcast or newsletter about my takeaways from Atomic Habits. Okay, I think I've exhausted number nine here. Number 10, you're going to die that this is on my list. Pitch podcasts. I talk about pitching podcasts all the time. And I have slacked at pitching podcasts. I have not pitched myself to be a guest on a podcast in quite some time just because I've been doing other things. I have been a guest on podcasts, but I usually just respond to an invite and that is it. I need to block off time in my calendar and pitch myself to be a guest on podcasts because when I'm on that podcast, I can talk about my boot camp. I can talk about what I do in my newsletter. I can talk about my book that I'm writing. Actually, it's written. It's in the process of being edited now. I need to do that again. I fell off the wagon of not practicing what I preach, and I hate it when business owners do that. So that is on my list of things to do, and it's been on my list of things to do. And it doesn't take time. Like, I have the pitch. I have podcast clout to build the list. It's just a matter of getting it in the calendar and doing it. Number 11, if you're on the newsletter, you may have seen this. I am a Spark Loop member. I am a Spark Loop member. So I offer incentives to people through Spark Loop if you share my newsletter with your audience. So at the bottom of some newsletters, not every newsletter, again, this is something that I need to be more consistent with, I will share um, a little graphic that says, hey, if you share this newsletter with your audience, you can get these incentives. You can get like a shout out on my podcast, a shout out on my newsletter, access to the boot camp, online course, all the things. It's actually the only place where I offer a one-on-one coaching call. I don't do that. I don't do the one-on-one thing. I don't do the private coaching thing. You can get me one-on-one in the Facebook group for the media mentoring program, but that's it. So I need to be more consistent. Everybody has a unique link. So if Jessica is going to share her link with her audience, it's super easy to track all of that. And everything's automated. Like as soon as you hit a goal, You're going to get an email and I'm going to get an email. So-and-so just hit a goal. They're going to get a shout out on the podcast. This is what they want you to say about them. Something like that. Number 12, I am going to add a newsletter sign up to my most visited posts on my website. So before I had my podcast, I had a blog. Now I put the podcast episodes on the website as show notes. So I need to look at my Google Analytics and see what is driving traffic to my site, what are the most popular posts, and then add that sign up to those posts, much like I need to do to the about page. In addition to the about page, I need to do it to my most visited posts. And then finally, number 13, this is something that I did today. Ooh, exciting. I get to copy and paste the screen check mark and add it here. I don't know if you're one of those people who loves crossing things off on a list of things to do or adding the green check mark emoji on your digital list of things to do. 
but it excites me. Add a sign up call to action in the LinkedIn newsletter. So that is something that I, oh, I actually did not do today. Now that I think about it. No, I did. I did do it today. I said, if you want to read the rest of this newsletter, click here. And then the sentence after that, I said, if you want to be the first one to get this stuff in your inbox, then click here and sign up to join the newsletter. So I did have a call to action to read the newsletter on my website just to get traffic to the site. If I ever run ads in the future, it's great because people are pixeled, but I'm not a big social media ads person anymore. And after that, I said, click here to join the newsletter. You don't have to wait on LinkedIn to get this. You could miss it. It's social. It's a constantly moving feed. Just get it straight to your inbox. Those are the 13 things on my list of things to do. When am I going to get them done? I hope by the end of August. I created a list of things to do for July and August. July, as you can imagine, was not very productive. I was traveling most of the month and I had pneumonia, which was not fun, but it is what it is. So I'm going to have to start that list of things to do in August. Again, as I record this, it is July 27th. As you listen to it, it's August 1st. So hopefully I have that list of things to do by this time. I probably will. Let me go through those 13 things again. Number one, get testimonials for my sign-up page. Please help me with that, okay? I'll ask you on Thursday. Number two, plug the newsletter in my about page. Number three, add a call to action in my social media bios to get people to sign up. Number four, resend to unopens with an added, here's what you may have missed. Number five, tag my inspiration or whoever I mention in the newsletter. Show them love outside the newsletter. Number six, excuse me, that's the pneumonia. Number six, find a collaborator in Facebook groups and Slack. Number seven, I already did, add sign-up links in the newsletter posts so when they're shared, it's easier for people to sign up if they're not already on the newsletter. Number eight, ask the newsletter audience to share it if they think their audience will enjoy it. Number nine, transfer some of those podcast interviews and put them in newsletter form so people can benefit there. Number 10, start pitching podcasts again. 11, include that spark loop incentive at the bottom of my newsletters more consistently. Number 12, add my newsletter sign up to my most visited posts on my website. And number 13, make sure that I have that sign up call to action in my LinkedIn newsletter when I copy and paste some of it there every Thursday. That is it. Those are the 13 things I'm doing to grow my newsletter. Again, if you want to join this newsletter growth situation, then I am going to link to Josh Spector's skill session on this. I was so impressed by it. It gave me lots of ideas, lots of things to do. This is not even a quarter of what he mentioned. He broke it down into so many different avenues. Like if you want to spend money, here you go. If you want to do it through content, here you go. If you want to do it through social, here you go. Like so many amazing things. Check out his skill sessions. They're fabulous. I have actually advertised in his newsletter, which is called For the Interested a couple of times. It's amazing. A lot of value for your money there. And then again, I'm also linking to the lab with Jay Klaus. This is the mastermind community I'm in. I love it. I tell him he needs to raise the price because the value is insane, honestly. 
So that is that. I'm very happy to be back. I hope you're happy to have me back with a brand new episode. Remember, you can always get the show notes for everything if you just go to becomeamediamaven.com. That will take you to the podcast page. And you can check out not just this podcast, but all the previous ones. There's also a player embedded on that page. So if you want to listen straight from there, you can listen straight from there. And I'm in all the podcast apps except Stitcher. Did you see Stitcher's getting rid of podcasts if they haven't already? That's interesting. And remember, if you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, I will give you a shout out right here on Become a Media Maven. I love to see what you're thinking of the podcast. And yeah, I'll be asking for a review on the newsletter too. Remember, that's my number one thing on my list of things to do. Okay, that's it. Off to hop on the Peloton. I got it delivered. If you're on my newsletter, you saw this was one of my Amazon Prime Day purchases. I got it yesterday. I wrote it yesterday. It is not easy. But let me tell you, Cody, Cody Rigsby is a freaking hilarious man. My daughter walked in when I was doing it and she was like, mommy, why are you smiling? I was like, oh my God, because this man is hilarious. And it makes it so much more enjoyable. So if you ride Peloton, add me. I'm at Christina all day. Let's be Peloton friends. And um, pray for me because this morning I couldn't move my legs and my butt and my crotch hurt. But apparently you get used to that. Okay. Now I'm oversharing. Now I'm rambling. Thank you for listening to Become a Media Maven. I will see you again next week.